الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسوله الأمين وخير خلقه سيدنا ونبينا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين. So today is ayat number thirteen of سورة الحجرات and this is one of the most prominent ayat of the Quran. سبحان الله the message that Allah سبحانه وتعالى has given in this ayah is a marvelous message. And it is for all humanity, all mankind, throughout the history of mankind. One of the important teachings of Islam, as you know, is the human equality. That all humans are born equal. And this is a principle that was taken in the modern civilization also. In all the constitution of modern countries, they have included, they made sure that this part should be included and so is the constitution of United States of America and many people they believe that Thomas Jefferson when he was writing the constitution he was consulting the Quran also and he had his famous Quran that is still preserved in the library of Congress and all that so many of the good points in the US constitution they are exactly according to the teachings of the Quran. Subhanallah, Subhanallah. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has shaped the thinking of the Muslim people from the beginning, from the time of Sahaba Ikram Ridwanullah ta'ala al-Mujmain. And it was, it was very hard to remove this perception <laughs> from the minds of Arab people especially because they were completely divided into tribes. As we know, they had so many tribes and the prejudice it was so much strong in their minds that even among the Arab people they were all Arab but they had so much prejudice against each other that my tribe is better than yours my region is better than yours my thinking my way is better than yours so much and if you think that how was their perception about non-Arab people just forget it. They did not even consider them as the human beings. So, the occasion of the revelation of this ayat is also very marvelous. It was the time when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given the victory of the, to the all the Muslims under the leadership of our Rasulullah sallallahu And it was the occasion of the conquest of Makkah, Fathu Makkah. So right after Fatah Makkah, when the Prophet ﷺ, he cleaned the whole entire shrine and the sanctuary of the Kaaba from the idols and everything was clean, then he said to Hazrat Bilal that you go on the top of the Kaaba and call the Azan. <laughs> and it was the first time that the people of Makkah, they have heard the Azan of Hazrat Bilal everyone was enjoying the azan but still those people who never exposed to the teachings of Islam the residents of Makkah they saw it first time so some of them they made the comments and they did not accept Islam yet they were still on their old tradition and old ways and astaghfirullah al-azim one of them he said that I'm very much satisfied today that my father already died 
and he did not have to witness this day when a black person is calling the azan or is given has been given this type of respect and honor and some other people also made this type of comments abu sufyan also said something so allah subhanahu wa taala informed prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam through the wahi all those discussion that were going on and at the same time allah revealed this ayat so then the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam and he gave all the arab people this is strong message he said after today there will be only two uh, groups of the human beings either someone is a good person righteous person so he is honorable in the sight of allah subhanahu wa taala the other type of a person is the most wicked person sinful person who has very bad life and he does not have any value in the sight of allah subhanahu wa taala no matter he belongs to the highest or the noblest of the tribe or something like that there are only only two divisions or two groups of the human beings from today so it is beautiful ayat of the quran bismillahir rahmanir rahim ya ayyuhan nas and allah subhanahu wa taala is addressing all humanity all mankind inna khalaqnakum indeed we have created you all of you min zakarin wa unsa what is zakar and unsa from one man and from one woman male and female so there are two explanation of this zakar and unsa either you all go to the beginning of the humanity your root and that was your adam and eve adam and hawa alayhi salatu wassalam all human beings throughout the world no matter what the color is they are all from adam and hawa alayhi salatu wassalam so in human dignity in human respect you are all equal and you have the human oneness in your blood despite of your different origins so this is the uniting and unifying factor that allah subhanahu wa taala has put in all the human beings the second meaning that you all are created in the same way from your mother and father from zakar is your father and unsa is your mother so in biological uh, your uh, the, the way that allah subhanahu wa taala has created you you all are born from the same way that allah subhanahu wa taala has created all of you وَجَعَلْنَاكُمْ شُعُوبًا وَقَبَائِلًا and then we made you into nations and tribes so شُعُوب is the plural of شَعْب and قَبَائِل is the plural of قَبِيلَة لِتَعَارَفُ and then there is a beautiful wisdom and the benefit of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala given by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala into making different nations and tribes so that you have your own different qualities good qualities and then you exchange your good qualities with each other your culture with each other your so one tribe has some good qualities 
the other tribe they have different qualities so when you are meeting with each other you are exchanging your good things with each other and you are knowing each other better so that you may know each other better لتعارف. the only the only difference the only reason of this difference is the ta'aruf is to know each other better لتعارف. إن أكرمكم عند الله أتقاكم that is the punchline and the beautiful you know, point that indeed the noblest person among you أكرمكم the noblest person among you in the Allah in the sight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who is the most righteous person who is the most God conscious and God fearing person who has the most taqwa? Ikrama and akrama. Ikrama? Oh, ikrama the name. Yes. That is uh, spelled with the letter ayn. Ikrama. So it has a different pronunciation and different word. And this is akram. It is from karamat. This is kareem. Right? So it's a superlative degree of kareem. Kareem means a good person, a noblest person, akramakum, the high, most noblest. So the nobility, nobility of a human being is not his wealth, is not his family lineage or the background, is not his ethnicity. The, the nobility is the taqwa of a human person. No matter is a white person or black person or brown person, or red person, or any any of the form. In akramakum in the Allahi atqaakum. In Allah alimun khabir. Indeed, Allah subhanahu wa taala is all knowing and He is all acquainted. He is the most person who has. He is the most who has the knowledge and the information of each and everything. Your actions, your dealings, and all that. So this ayat is breaking down all barriers of the prejudices against each other. And the Prophet ﷺ, he reinforced the same teaching of Islam in many of his khutbat, in his sermons. And especially he included this point in khutbah of Hajjatul Wada, in the farewell sermon. If you read it, mashallah, you know it. So one of the strongest points of the Prophet that khutbah was that la fadla li arabiyyin ala ajamiyyin there is no superiority of an Arab person over a non-Arab person and vice versa and there is no superiority of a red person over the brown or white or the black and the vice versa and then he quoted in akramakum in the Allah when he said you all are created from Adam and Adam alayhi salam he was created out of clay. In akramakum in the Allah Let me tell you at the, the conclusion that what is the reason for different colors and the shapes and the features of the human beings. There was the maslahat of Allah SWT. So one hadith it says that when Jibreel he was sent down to the earth at the time of creation of Adam salam. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala advised him not to bring the earth from only one place. 
He said, collect the dirt from different places of the land. So he took some black, some white, some red, these different colors. And then the creation of Adam has been done from that dough that was made out of these different colors. Then Nuh he is the second progenitor of the human beings. Because uh, most of the people, they were destroyed at the time of the flood. Only 72 people, they were alive. And three sons of Nuh who were the good, good children. Because we know that one son, he was not the good one and he was among those people who also drowned. But three children and their name was Sam, Ham and Yafis. They survived and they had their children and descendants. So the color of these three brothers of Nuh's son, they were different. So all the Caucasian color, <coughs> the white color, they are the children and the descendants of Sam. If they uh, find out their roots, they go all the way back to Sam. All the people who are brown and black and dark color, this is, they are the children of Ham. The second, his color was that. And the third one was Yafis. All these Mongolians and Chinese and all those features, that was Yafis. So these three children, they had different, their, you know, colors and features. And throughout the world today, we have the, all the human beings. They all belong to one of these, their fathers. Otherwise, they all are humans and they are equal. So, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala.